0: be back recording our next series the diamonds and um, girl cast is looking at purpose and so um, I'm here with Cherie how are you doing today?
1: Very good it's nice to be back um, I wasn't with you over the summer but it's lovely to be co-host again.
0: <laughs> yeah, we really missed you and you know what we had such a great time hearing from our friend Laura who had some great summer um, chat for us and just made us think through things but it's great to have you back Cherie and um, okay. I know that my summer has been really different I don't know about yours it wasn't quite the Barbados holiday I was hoping for
1: <laughs> <laughs> no. um,
0: but you know what um, these things happen and we've been on the journey across our country and the world haven't we um, through coronavirus but have you got any like holiday hilarities for us that will lighten our day oh. off?
1: Well, um, I think one of the highlights of my holidays was going to a McDonald's. That somehow going to McDonald's is just like the pinnacle of human experience right now. It is. But I loved it. And uh, we, uh, well, we took our little daughter on a trip to see my husband's uncle. And we went over the Fetter Cairn, for those of you who are local. It's sort of a hilly track. And she just vomited everywhere in the back of the car. It was... (laughs) She takes after her mum because I get I get really carsick as well, and uh, it was a great Aww. start to that trip. So what a wee <laughs> that's
0: shame! Because, oh, and do you know? Like, I'm sorry, guys, if you're listening and you're eating, but there's something about that smell. It takes a really mm. long time to get rid of that.
1: It does, it does. But there, it was still a nice little trip. But that's just about all we did these holidays. We didn't go very far. I'm sure the same is true for a lot of people. What about you, Bridget?
0: Yeah, so we were super lucky. We managed to get away for a week. And, Mm. you know, lockdown has been great. It's helped me learn to, you know, value the small things like, you know what, going to McDonald's is super awesome. Other (laughs) fast food chains are available. Um, We went away for a week and, oh, like the place we were staying had a hot tub, right? So you might think, oh my goodness, that is so exciting, so great. And we were really up for this, right? And it was just the back of the house that we were staying in. And we got in and it just smelled really funny. Um, like really strong chlorine and so that's a good thing right we want to be clean and mm-hmm. um, especially at the moment but I think they would like up the chlorine like level so much oh. that when we came out like all our skin was really not okay oh. I'll be honest even like a week after coming back having had a number of showers my skin still smelled chlorine and I think yeah. it was so toxic that it had like killed off all the flies and stuff in the <laughs> and there was like this film of like debris on this like hot tub
1: I don't think I could have done it. Chlorine, like back when I was a kid, used to make me vomit again. Sorry, I shouldn't bring up vomit so much, but <laughs> it wouldn't have been a good holiday for me. Oh dear. So well let's move
0: on from the like holidays. to the point where you are know, <laughs> sitting in the water and your eyes are streaming because it's so strong. So the we came home holiday super clean. Um, oh, our skin cleaned. was a little bit like paint stripped, but you know, Ooh.
1: I'm sure it was fine. <laughs> so it's so, a so homemade exfoliant but mm. well, you know
0: what it's probably the most expensive bath I've ever had because we only really went in it once as a result of oh. um, it,
1: our
0: it, experience yeah. so there you Sorry. go um, <laughs> but this this series we're having a little think about purpose and do you know what it's such an important topic to talk about because ultimately it's the one thing we probably think about a lot inadvertently it's the one thing that really fuels our lives and what we do and how we do it and we just really want to have some really op- open and honest conversations about that and um i know sure you'll have a lot of really great stuff to say into this so we can't wait to hear from from you on that um, but ultimately you know we really want to think about why and what we live for in our lives you know the roles we play and um, the purposes we we pursue and why we pursue them and where that comes from but we also want to think about what does god say about all this how does he view the roles we play and the purpose we have in our lives and I think ultimately there'll be no surprise that he tends to view that differently than we do. Um, But I think you've got a good way for us to start thinking about this, Juri, Do you want to give us...
1: Sure, yeah. Well, uh, this can be kind of a vague topic when we talk about our purpose or our meaning. Maybe you struggle to know exactly what to think of. So I think a nice picture in your mind is of your life as like a sailing boat or maybe a motorboat and you're trying to get somewhere, right? You're trying to get to a destination, and that destination that you're sailing towards is your meaning, right? Your purpose in life. And whatever your destination is, that's gonna affect you know, the direction that you take, how you navigate on the water. <laughs> so if you picture your life as a boat, we wanna ask a question each week, as to who you would have in your crew, on your life's ship, (laughs) to get you to your destination. Who are you going to bring with you to help achieve your purpose? Uh, So every week, we'll each think of someone, Bridget and I, um, who we kind of want to model ourselves after, someone who we would want on our crew, you know, to help us get there. So um, I'll start us off, just to give a good first example. So for me, if my life is a boat, and I'm trying to get to my purpose, destination. Um, I think the first person who I thought of uh, was actually an author. Of course, there's going to be a lot of personal people in our lives that we know uh, from experience, but I have always felt a really strong connection to C.S. Lewis. Have you heard of C.S. I would imagine you've heard of C.S. Lewis.
0: He is like one of the top dogs.
1: <laughs> top dogs. So some of you, of course, will have read Chronicles of Narnia, which he wrote, which I love. Um, but he also wrote a bunch of Christian works um, that I've, have influenced me from the time I was pretty young, actually, from the time I was really in high school. Um, and still today, when I'm thinking about topics of faith, and, you know, how to think about God, uh, questions that I might have. C.S. Lewis is one of the first people that always pop into my mind. So he's definitely on my crew. What about you, Bridget? Who would you have on your crew, on your boat, getting you to your destination?
0: So I love that you you really hit it high to begin with. Um, so I love that. <laughs> um, I mean, I kind of feel like I might ask C.S. Lewis to jump onto my ship at some point. But um. Do you know what, the first person that came to mind was probably one of the first people that really influenced me in terms of me looking for my purpose, and I guess in in God, um, was actually one of my um, female leaders as a youth. Um, I just joined a youth group, I was about 16, and um, there was just something about her that I just was like, you know, fascinated by in terms of she just lived her life differently than anybody her age that I saw, you know, I'm guessing she must have been, you know, five or so years older than me. But even, you know, the choices she made about relationships, the choices she made about you know, her career, how she went about it, you know, how she spent her money, like, there was just something about the choices she made and the purpose she walked out on a day-to-day basis that I guess I came away being like, I want to be like her. And do you know what, like, ultimately, I've been called to be my own person. And we're going to talk about that. But there was something about how she just was that really captured me. And I think that was probably one of the first times I was like, wow, I want to be like somebody who does love Jesus, who does want to live their life following God. So she really influenced me. So do you know what? She's been a key person in helping me to, yeah, walk out what God's called me to do, which we'll think about. That's really good. That's really
1: good. Nice that you can look back on someone like that in your life. That's yeah, awesome. She's awesome.
0: And do you know what? Guys listening, you can hold me accountable. I need to go tell her that.
1: Mm, no, dude, that would make her, make her weak.
0: Oh, I don't know about that, but maybe. Mm. <laughs> um, but do you know, sometimes, I mean, this is totally an aside, guys, but sometimes we think nice things about people, don't we? And we, we just somehow never get quite around to telling them. So... Do you know what, if you appreciate somebody in your life, maybe like Sheree and myself who've got crew members on this boat, you know, who would you have? And maybe you can go and tell them because sometimes hearing those things from people makes, makes your day, as Sheree's suggesting, but also helps them also know that they're maybe walking out of their purpose as well. Oh, that's
1: really good. Um, anyway, so, Bridget. <laughs> so how are we going to find this purpose of ours, Bridget? Lead us in. take us
0: deeper. (laughs) When I was thinking a little bit about this I kind of felt that part of the challenge I think when it comes to us finding our purpose is there's lots of contradicting messages about what our purpose is and where to find it and how to even walk it out and this is partly because I think our society has lots of mixed messages about our purpose you know what one area of society says is really different to another it's not to say that one's bad or one's right or one's wrong and one's whatever but actually like it can feel a little bit like being on this boat tossed at sea and you don't know where you're going so i kind of thought of kind of a couple key areas that i wanted us to chat about today you know particular things like you know what does the message of society say to us family and friends education school you know what's our past told us and i think all these things form how we then even approach our purpose never mind how we walk it out um, um. So actually, you know, and I think sometimes as well that a lot of this stuff can be quite contradictory to maybe what the Bible says about purpose. And so we're stuck there with all these messages and not knowing how to navigate them. So we're hoping that these podcasts might help you guys um, learn to navigate them as me and Cherie also do the same journey. So my first one was society. um, And I think society has so many of these mixed messages as well. You know, it's like um, this idea that, you know, you can have your dream, you can go for it. You can be the person who achieves your dream. Versus you just exist for the fact that you're here until you die. And actually your life has no meaning and no purpose. And those two messages are super contradictory. Um, And we ultimately desire to have purpose. We ultimately have this desire to have dreams. And actually that comes from being wired to have a relationship with God, you know, whether you have faith or not. And we believe that God has created us and he's created us to be hired, like hardwired um, for dreams and purpose. And so, you know, who else gives that goal and meaning? And it's interesting, you know, that creeps into like, you know, the X factor dream, this idea that you can go on a show, sing your heart out and your dreams can become a reality. Um, I actually mm-hmm. think that's super linked to faith, to be honest. This idea that, you know what, as ordinary individual people, we could be people who do achieve our dreams and ultimately mean sure we totally believe that. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, it can be but there's something
1: higher. Yeah,
0: yeah it can mm-hmm. be contradictory to this idea of being like, oh, well, we don't believe in anything other than... We just exist on this planet until we die. And that can be a super confusing place to be. Um, So I think society has some really good things um, to help us find our purpose in, but sometimes some of those messages are a bit contradictory. Mm. Um, So yeah, how about about you in terms of, um, I mean, friends and family, what what thoughts have you got around that?
1: Um, Well, yeah, no, I think our friends and family also help form our... Purpose uh, in life. For example, if your family are all in a certain career path, you might be really persuaded that that's the career path that you should take as well. But it goes deeper than that, too. Your family hands you a lot of your values, a lot of your sense of meaning in life comes from how you're raised. And the same is true for friends, too. You know, if your friends are all headed in a certain direction, if they all feel like, well, this is, you know, my meaning, and they might not say it that way but the things that they emphasize the dreams that they're going for are really going to, you know, impact your plans and dreams as well. And so the people around us have a huge impact on our, um, our sense of purpose. And we kind of need to watch that. That's why we're talking about that whole crew idea, right? Um, because the people around us have a huge influence on our purpose, um, which is something for us each to think about. How are people influencing me? Uh, Next, um, in terms of finding our purpose, I think uh, it's another one of these mixed messages of society that our schools, our colleges, really the whole education system has an incredible impact on how you view your meaning, where you're seeking your purpose in. How many of us from the time we're really little get asked, what do you want to be when you grow up, <laughs> right? Know, right? And it's, uh, it's constant. You know, our society throws it at us constantly as if Our life's purpose is a job, as if our whole meaning is to find the right career. And still now, you know, as you get into university, as you get into your 20s, you're going to get that again and again. Well, you know, are you, do you have your dream job? Are you, you know, doing what you want to be doing? And what people mean is, are you doing a job that you really like? Yeah. (laughs) And that is not the end all be all of purpose, not at all. And so that's another one of society's messages that although these are really good things, you know, a good job, a fulfilling job is a wonderful thing. It is not the end goal. And that's something that we want to talk about on the podcast.
0: That's so good because it's the whole thing of like, well, do you know what? If I haven't managed to find my dream job, I've had to just get a job. Does that mean that I'm not like not fully me? And it's not that we're saying, you know what, go be miserable, guys. We want you people to be really happy. We want you to be, you know, enjoying your jobs and stuff. And it's not saying, you know, we're not saying that's not the case. But I know for a fact that there's been many jobs I've done that I've not enjoyed. And does that mean that I was somehow less of a person or less fully me? And the answer is no. I think something else that really shapes us is history, like our history. And what I mean by that is, um, you know, what environment have you grown up in? you know and what messages has that had on the impact of who you are and I think you know it's not to go deep into it in too much of a, a sentence today but thinking about like well actually our history plays a role in how we even approach these messages and how we approach this stuff and so knowing what that impact is is important um, and particularly in terms of like how I understand my role then in the world and I think you know as we grow up we learn to challenge our past history we learn to challenge maybe some beliefs we've had because we're learning that we're maybe more than those beliefs or, um, there's other views out there. And so, you know, that's a healthy thing to do. Um, but we want to go a little bit deeper. You know, how do we learn to balance, um, I guess these two, these two views or two approaches on purpose and how do we, how do we learn to be in a place where we find out what God says about our purpose? You know, God's view on purpose ultimately is that he has created us to be children of God in relationship with him following Jesus and his way of life and his example like I kind of feel like that sums up a purpose in a relationship with God it's no longer about um, all my dreams it's no longer about you know I want to do this and that and it's not meaning that we're then going to have this rubbish life that's not full of joy but it kind of turns this whole idea on its head you know this idea that you know things we find purpose in may change right so my jobs might change or my circumstances might change but who Mm. I am and who I'm created to be and my purpose in relationship with God hasn't changed. Um, hmm. It might change because I walk away from my faith or it might change because I've decided that I disagree with, with the Bible or whatever. You know, that, there's things that I have influence on. But ultimately, who God says I am, whether I agree with it or not, does not change. And so I think it's important that we work at how much we're holding on you know, to these purposes in terms of our jobs or our roles we play. And I think mm. you have some myth busters for us, Sheree.
1: Do you want to share some sure. more Sure. Yeah. Well, when we think about purpose, it's kind of important to deconstruct a little bit, especially as Christians, because sometimes some wrong thinking can creep in. And the first, first myth, I suppose, about purpose is that um, God's purposes for us, you know, God's plan for our life is a secret. It's hidden. <laughs> God knows what he wants us to do. He's not going to tell us what it is. We have to find find out somehow through clues and things. Um, And it's funny, I think, how deep this thinking can go because a lot of people will talk about like, well, I don't know what God's plan is here. And maybe I'll, you know, and uh, they talk about prayer as if prayer is some sort of like puzzle, way to solve the puzzle. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't think that's true. God's purposes for our lives aren't, you know, hidden he's not trying to keep secrets from us it's exactly what bridget is talking about ultimately the foundation of our lives just like the wise and foolish builders that jesus talks about the foundation of our purpose is this idea that we are following christ that we are god's children and everything builds up off of that right and so it's no it's no secret
0: (laughs) and that's (laughs) uh, not hidden right how to follow jesus is not some secret code that we've got to break Like, Mm. it's really obvious, it's in the Bible, Jesus says, come follow me, like, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, so I I really appreciate that, Sheree, I think that's really good, this idea, because I think I believed that for a long time, you know, Mm -hmm. I had to find this, like, this exact thing that he had for me, and, you know, I was super scared that I was going to miss it, or, like, not get it right, or something, you know?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. No, exactly. And so we want to set you free from that fear, everyone. God is not keeping secrets from you. Number two <laughs> myth is that, and I think it's linked, is that people sometimes think that maybe they've messed up so much or they've taken such a wrong path that they've missed their purpose boat entirely, right? Yeah. That they're never going to be able to live out their dreams, um, that God will never give them a good life that they want because they're just too far gone. And that is so untrue. The entire story of the Bible is that we are never too far gone to live out God's purposes. And so often in scripture, it's the people who are the most messed up, who God has the biggest purposes for, who end up doing amazing things for him, who we remember because, because of their mistakes. Right. And so you've never missed the boat on purpose. Don't ever think that, oh, well I, you know, I'll never live out my dream now. That is not what God has for you. Right. Yeah. And the third, uh, which we already talked about a little bit is that your purpose is all tied up in a job or a career. If I don't become a world famous photographer, then I'm not living out my dream. Well, that might not be true. Think of the, you know, think of the generations of people who just didn't have the opportunities that we Mm -hmm. have. And did none of those past generations live out their purpose in God? Well, of course not. Of course not. Your purpose isn't just a job, isn't just a career. The foundation of your purpose is being a Christ follower, and from that can grow everything else that is good and, like Bridget says, full of joy, life-giving. But we have to remember, it's not just about what the world is telling us to Mm -hmm. achieve. So that's so good. Where do we? Yeah. Sorry. No, I was just going to ask, where do we go from here? Um,
0: I think that's really good, Sherry, because. I think it goes back to these two extremes. It's like, I'm not a worthwhile person until I have X amount of millions of followers who see me for all these things I do and things I've achieved. So if I haven't done that, I've somehow missed out. And actually, most of the world represents those groups of people, right? Mm. Um, And they don't matter any less than you and me just because I don't follow them on Instagram, you know? Um, Mm. I think that's really important. But also, those people who we do see as celebrities, those people who do see you know, that they're influencers who've got all these followers, which is okay. Actually, they all started with one follower. You know, they all started with somebody who said, oh, I like what you're doing. Not even in terms of a faith context. You know, they all started with small beginnings. And actually, like, we can't start at the big platform. We've got to start, you know, just with who we are. Um, So where do you from here? It's really important that we start to think about, you know, these messages that we're talking about today um, and actually how they impact how we view ourselves. And... You know, if we're starting from a place where we're like, I can't be the person I'm meant to be because I'm not this, this, and this, we're very unlikely to achieve anything that we want to achieve and also to be able to walk in how God sees us. We've got to start with what God says. We've got to start with how He views us. He says that we're His children. He says that we're part of His family adopted into relationship with Him and nothing can separate us from His love. That means that actually I don't take up unwanted space. And we're going to think about that a little bit in the next couple of episodes. It means that I don't have to fight for my position. So actually I can be who God's created me to be from a place of acceptance. That's an amazing and powerful position to be in actually. And so that's actually what we're wanting to think about more is how do we achieve our purposes in terms of following Jesus with our whole life? That's, that's the focus um so do you know what our challenge this week for you guys is this this might be all some new stuff that you've not thought about before do you know what? be mindful of the messages that you even speak over yourself or you know just be mindful of where those messages about who you are your purpose where do they come from maybe it's your work maybe it's your family maybe it's your friendship circles maybe just the general society maybe it's social media i don't know what your one things would be and then, like, me sure we were reminiscing about this, like, old-school thing that we used to have when we were a bit younger called WWJD. Some of you guys might have heard of it. Um, it's basically an acronym for What Would Jesus Do? Right, super cheesy, but we love a bit of cheese. So, basically, in a situation, it's a really great question to ask yourself, like, what would Jesus do? Like, how would he respond to the situation? What would he say about this? And if we don't know the answer, we need to find out. And if we do know the answer and it's different than how we're thinking or it's different than how we're acting, there's a challenge there for us, isn't there? But what we do about that.
1: I think, yeah, it's just a way to reorient yourself really simple way because purpose, we end up thinking about, like, what's the purpose of my whole life, you know, <laughs> and we get a little overwhelmed, but something like, what would Jesus do, takes each moment of each day, and reorients us, right, in every moment of every day, you can live out your purpose in God, uh, in a fresh way, and I think asking, well, what would Jesus do right now, helps us think that way.
0: So Okay, so guys,
1: www.jd.com.
0: wwwjd What would Jesus do? and um, If you could get the words out, you're fine. Um, but guys, we hope today's podcast has inspired you to walk more closely with God and to yeah maybe challenge some of the messages that you think about in terms of your purpose. And we hope that you've enjoyed today's episode. And as ever, please share our podcast Please like it and subscribe to it. Share with any of your friends. And do you know what? We want to get the word out here. And do you know what? Your your subscriptions and your sharing makes all the difference to us. So please do that if you have enjoyed listening today. But until next time, have a good week and we'll speak to you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.